Have you heard of the 7-Up Challenge? I have not. What is the idea of a 7-Up Challenge, Lexi? You you literally just chug 7-Up and then burp. Okay. But like the faster and more you chug, the more satanic your burps become. And there's this video of these two girls doing it. And one of them's like, it, nothing will come out. And then her friend just, the devil comes from within her. It's just, it's a sound summoning the old gods comes out of her. I can't do it. My tummy hurt. <laughs> Cthulhu rises up. I watch it once a oh day. Oh my God. <laughs> it's so good. I, uh. I've largely been against humor involving uh, like toilets, burps, bodily function and stuff like that. And then you have kids and you're just like, it's all really, really funny. A fart is hilarious. Yeah. And like once you get like diarrhea shotgun pooped into your mouth more than once, you're just like everything else is stupid. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to pay a couple hundred bucks to go see a comedian stand on stage and tell fart jokes. But in my day to day life. I find them very, uh, very amusing. Do you get a lot from kids when you're teaching? No, kids are more uptight about that type of thing. I've noticed over the years, they've really kind of like clamped down <laughs> on uh, <laughs> the fart jokes. Uh, I, I guess humor evolves and the generational gap. I don't know what they find funny. Into Fortnite dances, oh, as yeah. we know. Not looking forward to those. Do they find that funny or do they just find uh, that cool? Or is it ironic? I think it's it's kind of out of favor now. I don't see as many people doing the the floss. At what age? If that's what you call do it. Do children understand irony? Ooh, I would say irony starts to come in place when they're like, for some kids, I'd say it's nine to eleven where they start to be like, hey, it's that concept of like fair and equal and like those kinds of concepts start to come in, and they don't start to see like dark humor until around those ages some kids are quite early though is irony dark humor i think it can be like ironic tendencies they start to be like well that's ironic no (laughs) i tried to make myself work it it didn't work but lexi uh stepped all over that with her own i could chug some diet pepsi right now and you you would be hearing the old god summoned i'm working on it because I feel like I got one to come out, but it's not coming out as dry. I'm worried I'm going to hurt myself. I'm just going to throw up into the microphone. <laughs> I said foam come back up. That's like, that's high school humor right there. I was at a school once where there was a table of, oh. of young people and they're having a burping contest. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Holy fuck, that was wet and foamy. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. That was awesome. See, before kids, I never would have done that in front of another human being. Oh, you have? Come on. It's not even out yet. It's going to keep happening this entire episode. (laughs) It's the five-part burp. It hurts, doesn't it? (laughs) Oh, yes. I am so sorry. We should put a trigger warning on this one. <laughs> Yay. Oh. oh. God, that's I'm good. I'm so disgusted, but also proud of myself. I can taste Guy Lawn. I told you that I won a burping contest at a pub once, right? Maybe. I've, We've known each other long enough that that's a story yeah. I could have heard and then forgotten about. It's uh, <laughs> I won a pair of high top sneakers. 
in a burping contest against a pregnant woman. <laughs> okay, that's all I need. I want a pair of high top sneakers in a burping contest against a pregnant woman. Well, of course she can't burp. She might accidentally bring that baby up. And as you know, if you burp hard enough, it comes out the wrong way. The baby yeah. comes out your nose. Just fires straight out your fucking nostril. And that's fine if it's early. <laughs> but you think it does damage down below when you have a kid? Imagine that shit coming out your nose. Yeah. No, wait till you burp it out. <laughs> the worst fucking mental image. Well, it's the remember that South Park episode where everyone starts like crapping out of their mouths. I have not watched South Park in a very, very long time. Probably since I was fourteen or so. You know, it got really, really good. Then it got really, really bad. And I, th- I don't Here's know. Here's the but thing. Like South Park, was it really, really good or were we 14? We were 14 and it was really, really good. <laughs> I mean, like I used to think Friends was the best show ever. And then when I did a rewatch and I was I like, know. no, oh, oh, this is terrible. Don't you remember we we in college did a uh, farewell to Friends gathering, if you oh, remember yeah. that. Yep, yep. We all got together and then watched Fraser after. <laughs> Just the old one, two of real progressive comedy i would say that fraser has fraser fraser slightly aged better slightly fraser not a whole heck of a lot more yeah except for fraser himself it's It's too bad yeah he's a terrible how sad are we about kevin sorbo oh not at all i mean he always struck me like he was gonna be a weirdo i saw him uh at more than one convention Sat next to him at a cafe. No, really? Uh, in what was he like? Vancouver. We didn't talk to him. We just talked about him loud enough that he knew we didn't like him. Uh, there's that Hercules son of a bitch. Yeah. Oh, you can play a god and then you believe in God. And I don't know. There's a joke there, I guess. Oh. <laughs> I don't even know what we said about him. Hey, Herc, look at me. Herc, look at me. Wrong Hercules. I know. But right energy. <laughs> <laughs> I guess this is our podcast. And, uh... Let's do the theme song. back to the show <laughs> this is dork matters the dorky podcast by dorks what the fuck do we say now we say it's a dorky podcast for dorks is it yeah yeah a dorky po- yeah welcome welcome back to the dork matters a dorky podcast for yeah. dorks uh i am your dad dork host uh and with me as uh every other time uh lexi hunt yeah yeah just diving yeah, right in diving just in. doing it This evening, the part of Ben Rankle, your dad dork, will be played by Lexi Hunt, and the part of Lexi Hunt will be played by Ben Rankle. And scene. All right, welcome to Dork Matters, a podcast for and by dorks. I'm Lexi, and... I'm your dad dork, Ben. So, Ben, what are we chatting about today? We are chatting about Star Do Valley. Whoa, how many times do you think you've played it? Oh, this is good. I've played this a cumulative for 
hundred and some odd hours. Do you ever panic? Like I play it on the switch, uh, this time around and you know, sometimes you'll go and I'll tell you how many hours you've been playing it. And you kind of get alarmed with like, those are like 400 hours of my life in a video game. <laughs> yeah. I learned to stop looking at those numbers with any sort of intent with anything more than a passing glance ages ago. It's like reading the comments. You can't do it. <laughs> this is going to be absolutely un unpalatable unless we inject something interesting into this shit. I mean, I could start burping to really... <laughs> we to should put... start burping. Is this bonus content? Wait a minute. Is this unlistenable garbage again? <gasps> I still... The other day, I don't know where we were. I was walking around... And all of a sudden I was like, I can't friggin' believe that Ben and his brother played Final Fantasy VII the whole way through without any type of materia or like that was just the thought that I had that I was like, I we can't didn't do that. I thought you did. We played Final Fantasy One without equipping any armor. Oh, it was Final Fantasy One. Okay. I thought it was Final Fantasy Seven. Yeah. I never finished Final Fantasy Seven. Really? How far did you get? Pretty close to the end, disc three or whatever. Oh. I don't remember what happened. I think I had to return the PS1. Oh. I don't think I owned it. I think it was a rental. And then I've tried to replay it like a million times since then, like on my phone, on my PSP, mm. on my PlayStation. And I just never get through it. It's uh, it's a slow burn, I got to say. Oh, that was a false alarm. I thought I was going to burn. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. No. Would you say you finished Stardew no. Valley? I consider Stardew Valley finishing Stardew Valley to be like 100% completing like all achievements, all the lists in, uh, what's his name, Key or QI's office. Do you know about that? Mm. No. The best part was the look on your face. Oh, you look so surprised. I knew it was gonna come at some point, just not then. They taste so fucking bad. Oh. oh my god. Okay, can I tell you a really gross story? I think you have to. This is a fucking garbage episode. Oh. Yeah, this is not good. This is gonna be the bonus content that no one ever hears. So my sister is taking care of her boyfriend's dogs right now because he's out of town. So she's just with her dog at his house because he has two big dogs. He's got a giant schnauzer. Okay, so three dogs three, to yeah, total? Yeah, just three dogs at the house. So my sister has... That is the weirdest way to do the number three, yo. That. That is not right. This is how you do number three. I like this. I don't know. What? Yeah. This isn't... Thumb, two fingers? Oh, no. You, you pinch the thumb and the pinky and you put up the middle three fingers. That's three. I don't, I just, I've always done this. What are you doing? <laughs> Stop it. Put your fingers away. Uh. Also write in and let us know how you make the number three with your hand and, uh, or we'll make a poll or some shit. Okay. Take a screen cap for us doing our thingy. Both of us. We'll put that on Instagram and we'll run a poll. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We'll put the results in the show notes. Yeah. The four of you think that Lexi is a weirdo. <laughs> anyway, so she, she's at his house with these three giant dogs. She's got like, um, he's a mutt, but he's like a mastiff cross with a pit bull. He's got no teeth. He's the most gentle dog in the world. Her uh, partner has a giant schnauzer and a Newfoundland. Why does he have no teeth? 
That makes me sad. Because when he was picked up living out in the country and he'd been eating rocks and so all of his teeth were broken. So when they brought him in, they had to pull. I think he's got like three teeth left. And they say dogs are one of the smartest animals. I don't see it. Never catch a dolphin eating rocks. Well, when your tummy's empty. Oh, okay. Don't make it sad. Now I feel shitty for picking on the dog for eating rocks. His name is Bubba. He is the sweetest dog. I'm going to send pictures. Um, my sister has an account for him called Bubba is Sleeping because he sleeps and he snores like just Rip Van Winkle. It's amazing. Me too. Anyway, so she's at the house taking care of the dogs and the Newfoundland, he's got to be like 165 pounds. Like he's a big dog. He's got an upset stomach. And so all day he's been walking around the house dry heaving. But it sounds like when your drunk friend in college is like hung over the next day. And he finally just let it rip, and she sent me a picture, and it is <laughs> very much like that. You'll have your chance to get back at me. I'm going to work on it. I'm going to stop. They taste fucking awful. Well, don't eat weird food. What were you eating before? Not weird food, just normal food, vegetables what? and some meat. Oh, well, then that's, yeah. Why? What's wrong with your burps? I don't know. It's the combination. Something's wrong with my stomach. Maybe it's Dr. Pepper. Maybe it's the aspartame. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that wasn't a good oh, we're one. Gonna get a, we're going to get one soon. Uh, I'm sorry. The second so we the dogs. stop. Yeah, anyway. The dogs. The dogs. Uh, yeah, they're just, they're big, loud dogs. I mean, having a dog that big go to the bathroom and you have to clean it up. It, like, to me, it's like you're cleaning That's up. That's human-sized shit. Yeah, exactly. That's human-sized shit. It's disgusting. And when people don't. Pick up after their dogs that are that big. Okay. Aside, tangent. Yes. What the fuck is with people using not designated parks as off-leash parks? Oh, uh, can we talk about that? Wait. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. That one hurt. I know. Jeez. Okay. Did I tell you um, my dog got charged? Did I tell you that? Like charged as in like a ticket from the police? Okay. No, he, he had his license with him. No, uh, he got a, a dog tried to attack him. And it was infuriating yeah. because it was a dog that was not on a leash, just wandering around. And the woman was like, oh, I'm so sorry. He's never done that. And I was so upset. <laughs> I'm normally not like a confrontational person, but I got right. In, I, first of all, I like was trying to get in between the dogs. Yeah, you hit her. Well, I didn't hit her. I just got in her face and I was like, your dog should be on a leash. And for me, that was like very like, whoa. Yeah. Do you think she put the dog on a leash after? Well, I have not seen the dog since. So I wondered mm. if they've just yeah. relegated it elsewhere. But yeah, it's 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 wild. It's inconsiderate. It mm-hmm. is. Uh, yeah, dog people are wild like that. Oh, they're either so responsible or they're horrible. Yeah, we were at a park and there's literally a sign that says leash your dogs. And this dude is standing in front of it. Just two giant beasts running yeah. around. And I've got my toddler and my baby, and these things are just racing up yeah. to them. And like, no, dude, no. And he's like, oh, it's okay. They're friendly. I'm like, they're 500 pounds. It doesn't matter if they're friendly. My kid weighs like 30 pounds. You're going to like yes. knock them over like a stick. And then they started putting their faces into like the, oh, the stroller. No. And I'm like, no, no, dude. So he grabbed them. I thought he was going to leash them, but he just waited till we went away and then let them loose again. That drives me absolutely bonkers. Like I... The people, there was a big fight about it on Reddit a while ago. And there's a person who was just like, no, my dogs are well-trained. And if there's nobody around, what's the problem? And the whole thing is like, 
because if someone turns a corner and you don't see them, you're putting that person at risk. If I walk through an off-leash park, I'm accepting the risk of if a dog mm-hmm. comes up to me and snaps at me, well, I knew that was probably going to happen. Absolutely. That's the space that is designated yes. for them. We live in a fucking society. That means that we have to make certain rules and agreements. Yeah. And, you know, if you want to change where those dogs are allowed to be off-leash, then, I don't know, fucking run for town council or yeah. whatever. Don't just, like, decide that I'm going to follow these rules but not these rules. And no, it people. just Oh, it drives me up the wall. I'm, it makes me so angry. Yeah. <laughs> that was a subtle one you got in there. I like it. It's the greatest worst episode ever. What a great. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, where were we? Do we even try to get this back onto Stardew Valley? I don't. What do you want to do? Do we keep going? I mean, do we explain this to anyone listening? The idea was to do a high concept return to Stardew Valley. And we had different ideas for this, which was, which were like ranging from trying to make it some sort of time loop that we were stuck in, like really high concept or, or where we finally settled was Lexi reading my part from the original episode of our show, Star, uh, Star Dog Valley and me reading her part. And as you can see, it wasn't very fun or interesting and we got distracted very quickly. Yes. By our burps. Do we go back to that? We can try. Uh-huh. We, we could just talk about Stardew Valley some more. Let's just talk about Stardew Valley some more because, I mean, I just was looking at some updates recently and how, like, shitty people are to Eric. Like, Oh, this is a good one to right? talk about. Yeah, yeah. He's basically been harassed nonstop because the iOS version of the game doesn't have the most recent updates to it. And the further wrinkle to that is that he does not do mm-hmm. the porting um, for Stardew Valley to go on iOS and he had a bad relationship with a company it seems like that did not do the job correctly and had to take that back over and there isn't really a timeline or, or anything for him right now because he's trying to pick up pieces of a of a bad of a bad situation there mm-hmm. and people are just shitty because that's what people are as we just discussed yeah it's awful it's weird I have the utmost faith in humanity and our potential and at the same time, absolutely despise other humans. <laughs> it's that line from uh, Men in Black about like individual people are great, but people as a whole are like panicky animals. And that is so true. Like yeah. a group of people yeah. is disgusting and awful. Individually, all those people that made up that horde, I'm sure they're great. We say as we continuously burp into our microphones. I'm part of people. I'm awful. Yeah. Yeah. And yet at the same time, like society, we've talked before, like it, it progresses, it Mm -hmm. advances, like things are not where they need to be, but we are also not where we were previously. Like things on a much larger scale have gotten better, even if that means nothing to people that are currently still suffering. I appreciate that, but I'm just saying, you know, health and science have for some people gotten much, much better life expectancy, progressive values, et cetera. But it's hard to keep that in mind when uh, someone's off-leashing their dog or, or being a troll asshole on Twitter. So I just feel so bad for Eric Brown because he's devoted so much of his life to so much this game, and he keeps offering all these free updates in a world where people like you have to pay for it. Uh, oh, jeez. Do we do we get a burp count? <laughs> Is that something that we should do? What happens when you reach a certain number of burps? Is there like a prize? I don't know. Maybe we should just tally it at the end. 
See if we hit like a hundred for the Ben had. <laughs> yeah. See who wins. Yeah, I think I'm winning right now. Oh, this is a co- oh, this uh, is a slippery slope. We're gonna have to take an intermission and get more soda. <laughs> we're going shot for shot with pops. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, old people pops too. It's all diet, know, whatever. We're so <laughs> because we like the taste. Don't give a shit about the sugar. Because I have to go to bed soon. Oh, is yours caffeine free? It w- I was out of caffeine free, so this is um, it's a risky game over here. <laughs> Jesus, yeah. You might not fall asleep until eleven thirty. Oh, <laughs> I went to uh, to go see Hamilton. Alexander Hamilton. They call him Alexander Hamilton. No, we're not going to bust into it. I I can't say I've seen it once. I couldn't sing you any of the songs. How did a bastard? Something I don't know. I get the it's, tone, but I can't remember the words. I had to come home and watch it again. We should do a sing along episode. <gasps> How does a bastard, orphan, son of a whore, and a Scot... You looked up the words. Yes, you did. Of course I did. Scots, <laughs> Scotsman. I don't like the word whore. I don't think that's uh, appreciative of sex workers, but I appreciate no. it might have been appropriate for the parlance of, of the time. I don't know. Yes, I think that that's really what the they're going for. The time being 2016 when Lin-Manuel wrote this. No, I... Oh, sorry. I thought you meant like... The time of Alexander oh, Hamilton. Oh, no, I did. I was just uh, doing been. a little bit of that juxtaposition, putting those two, oh. two. Yeah. Double entendre? I'm going to burp again. Yeah, I was just thinking, like, is it in there? Do you like Hamilton? Are you, because have we talked about musicals before? You're not really into musicals, right? I am and I'm not. It depends on the type of musical. Like, I loved, like, Little Shop of Horrors, Phantom of the Opera, Rent. Um, so, like... Those are kind of my top ones. Yeah. I don't like sing talking. What are you doing? I don't know. Like, oh my God. Like not. What would be your example of a sing talking? A little bit of Hamilton was like that sometimes. And I will yeah. say uh, Dear Evan Hansen, I had a hard time with. I was just like, God. I, I didn't even watch that one. It didn't look appealing to me at all. I don't like emotional porn where it's like, mm. I, I like it's a very, very dark subject matter. If you, It's about like. Have you know right. the topic of it's it? Six, it's what thirteen reasons why style. Yeah, basically, like a young person commits suicide, and it's like the family's trying to backpedal and understand what was happening in this person's life, and it's very, it's very, very traumatic and sad. And I find that a, I get what they're doing. I don't personally mm-hmm. get off on that type of like, oh, that was so in- inspiring. Like, oh, I'm sad, and like I just find that. Give me a people eating plant. Like I need it to be a little fantastical, not like too much close to home. Mm. But I found that one to be very sing talky. Um, and then Schmiga Schmigadoon. Yeah, it didn't do it for me either. Yeah, I, I, there's so many people in there, like Alan Cummings, like so many great actors that I quite appreciate. But mm-hmm. I was just like stage eh. actors. Yeah, yeah, it felt a little. Like it didn't necessarily like itself or the material mm-hmm. it was working with. It was a little too making fun of musicals while also trying to be one. And I don't know if it threaded that needle. Yeah. I don't it know. didn't seem like it really loved musicals. You know how Lower Decks loves Star Trek yes, while skewering it? Yeah. Totally. But Schmigadoon missed that mark. Yeah. And I also just fucking hate saying Schmigadoon. It's not as funny as they think they thought it was. It was yeah, it was a little too like on the nose. Schmigadon't. <laughs> yeah. Schmigadon't. 
I don't think it's getting another season, which is too bad. Like it's cool actors, like you yeah. said, a bunch of great people. Um, since we're talking sort of Lin Manuel, um, did you catch that beef with like very very brief hot like hot second of uh, Marina Sirtis like throwing down on him for like completely unintelligible reasons? No. It was interesting because I guess um, protests relating to like George Floyd's uh, murder and stuff like that. At one point, Lin-Manuel tweeted, good morning, keep going, listen to the aches, learn from your mistakes, get right with your guts, keep going. And uh, for some reason, Surtees decided to throw, throw in a reply that goes, could you for once in your life say something that actually matters at this time of crisis? Your platitudes are pointless. And fans of uh, both of them, which you will not be surprised to hear, have a very much a circle sort of Venn diagram. There's a lot of Star Trek and, and uh. Lin-Manuel fans. Um, uh, went, 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 to, went to bat for old LMM and uh, like, what are you, what are you doing? Why are you, why are you doing this to him? Yeah, that's a, that's a, I didn't know that. That's a, hmm. So at some point they sort things out. That's good. And she offered a sort of pseudo apology of uh, rereading some of my tweets today. Maybe I got out on the wrong side of bed this morning, apologizing, uh, uh, sorry, apologies to anyone I've offended. So, you know, one of those, 90s-esque non-apologies for blasting somebody without actually understanding what the hell you're talking about. Yeah, sorry that you feel this way. Yeah. That's the problem with social media in general. It's just, it's too easy to blast off the first thing. Like, no, how about you just think of, like, I think that after a certain, like, 10 o'clock at night on Twitter, you should have to do, like, a math problem (laughs) before it tweets it. (laughs) Just to make sure you're in your right mind. (laughs) Yeah. It is 2 a.m. You should not be tweeting. Go to bed. It's a, good, it's a good point. But like another thing, though, for me, I think is sometimes firing off like the first thing that comes to your head is also the funniest. So there's mm-hmm. a, a speaking of needles to thread. Uh, that's one there. Is it funny? Is it stupid? Is it offensive? And uh, if you don't know, maybe you shouldn't hit send. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I have. Or be willing to, like, eat your shirt later on and just be like, hey, in comedy we try things. Oh, yeah. I said some super dumb shit and I should have thought this through. Because I remember having a conversation with um, a person that I worked with a while ago in in the arts world who did stand-up comedy on the side. And we were having a bit of a disagreement because I said, I do think some topics just no matter what are never going to be funny. And I don't know how I feel about people making jokes of them and then getting upset with an audience when they're not giving back. Yeah, the and they were saying in comedy totally. nothing can be off limits, and I was like, I don't know. I feel like that's a that's a tough one because to me that's like a priv- like a point of privilege to be like, I I have the control to make jokes about really really touchy subject matter, whereas you know it's true. And I feel like you can, but then if people don't respond well to it. Like, well, uh, yeah. And that's sort of the collective consciousness of the internet right now is dealing with the idea of, of trying to get their heads around criticism. Oh, you should be able to say anything mm-hmm. you want. Well, guess what? You, you can, it just doesn't absolve, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you're, you're getting negative feedback yeah. from people who don't like what you said. Maybe that comes back to like Stardew Valley with people like having these unrealistic expectations and demands and, 
Like, that's just not the way it works. And I think like Jordan Lane talked about that in previous episodes where he just kind of said, you know, growing up, you didn't have a million things at your fingertips. You had like the one album and you had to save up all your HMV money to go back to the store. And so you mm-hmm. listened to the CD you got or you played the game that your grandma mm-hmm. got you, even if you don't like it, because there was nothing else out there. There are a few things that I would consider sacrosanct more than the, you know, I don't know if safety is the right word, but the consideration of how what you do affects other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and comedians can say everything should be on the table, but they've got to figure out if they're really the right one to be bringing said subject to, you know, an audience, uh, or if they've really put the work into to that subject matter to present it in a way that isn't harmful. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there isn't a funny rape joke is a thing that I've heard many times. And then somebody sent me one and uh, it's hard to explain after having listened to it, but it was basically from a person who was mm. approaching that in a, a way that actually made sense and had put the work into figuring out how to do that in a way that wasn't making fun of victims or the act, but um, some of the conversation around said topic. So mm-hmm. it's interesting. So should anything be on the table for a comedian? Maybe, but like maybe you got to do the work before you just start spouting off nonsense that isn't well thought out and is is hurtful and damaging to people. I don't know. But I'm not a comedian, so maybe I just don't get it. But we play ones on podcasts. <laughs> Laugh track. <laughs> After a while, it starts to taste like medicine, like diet, like it. Mm, yeah. It's, I can do about three quarters of a can and then I'm done. Like I, those little ones are my, my ticket because even a can of pop is just like, oh, it's starting to get gross. Yeah, and it gets warm towards the end too. And you can't stop thinking yeah. about that uh, that thing we thought about in high school, which is that the last the last eighth the of it is all is all saliva. It's not soda anymore. It's just nasty concentrated spit juice. Did you share a lot of food with your friends in high school? Because I was thinking about <laughs> did I share food with my friends in but high like school? Like gross ways. Like I used to share gum. With my friends. Actually, I didn't have friends in high school. <laughs> oh, I forgot. Sorry. By the time I was in high school, I had like a small handful of friends, but I was, they were also friends who told me, you know, people think you're annoying. I'm like, yeah. Cool yeah. people. Cool friends. I hope you kept in touch. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I've expunged basically everything I can from my high school and junior high mm-hmm. experience That's as fair. a... As an adult, it's gone now. I've got happier memories. I don't need those ones. If you top out in high school. What the fuck do I want to remember that stuff for? Exactly. Like, high school was just, it was the hoop you had to jump through to get to the rest of life. I looked up a bully not long ago, just out of pure curiosity. I'm like, that name has not popped into my head in a very long time. I'm like, I'm going to look this person up and see what they're up to. Family person, happy, has a bunch of kids, looks like a pretty decent parent too. Good on him. There you go. Weird shit. Like, well, I guess I'll stop... Hoping you get hit by a bus, I suppose. You're living a good life now. You seem like maybe you turned out to be a, a somewhat adjusted person. Yeah. Uh, and I don't understand how that happened because I expected you to be in jail. Well, people, like, sometimes people change and good things happen. They surprise yeah. you, yeah. I mean, so with that in mind, I also wonder, like, 
I was kind of a fucking weird kid. Maybe it was just really hard not to pick on me. No, like you shouldn't pick on people. Like, well, we know that now, but you and I grew up in a different time where yeah. picking on kids was a rite of passage. It was like, oh yeah, that was how you got your medal tested. That's like you want to make it to high school. You got to survive. Oh yeah, I mean, like I remember watching kids like just walk around the hallway, and I just remember thinking, if I wore what you guys are wearing now, sweatpants that you've been wearing for a week straight, tucked into your socks in flip flops. I would have been like, I wouldn't have made it through first period. They look so cool though. I don't know how they pull these I looks know. off. I'm like, I don't and know. they are actually wearing the shit that we wore in junior high, yep. but they're doing it better pants. and cooler. Yep. Like literally t-shirts with like logos or patches that are tucked into belts in unfitting jeans. Yeah. It's, it's just Wild. like bucket hats everywhere. And I'm just like, this oh, was not cool. Bucket hats. Kids wore these, but they weren't cool. Yeah. I have pictures of myself, bucket hats. I remember when I first started teaching, a kid showed up to class wearing a Tilly hat. And I thought, what the hell? No, not for me, but for, say, somebody who doesn't know what a Tilly hat is. <laughs> Maybe you could give us a little... It is. It's still... It's a very fancy bucket hat that normal, like, you would normally see on white people going on safari. I think white wear. people's redundant with bucket hat, right? <laughs> no, I guess not. No. This is, no, if you I'm were, just thinking of Sam Sam Jackson and Kangle and stuff. So that was I spoke out of turn. Kangle has. I mean, I went to school in Calgary, so there's a lot of white kids wearing Kangle hats. Oh. Uh, yeah, and I guess that was fine. I don't know. I didn't have style or anything. I wore a lot of uh, oversized flannel shirts and gray T-shirts and dark pants. My whole my whole goal was to just have like camouflage. No one pay any attention to me. Yeah, that's smart. I tried to buy brand name stuff from winners because I was poor. So, uh, yeah, so you try to like pretend like you bought your labels from an actual store, but I didn't. I remember at one point I bought a brown jacket from a women's section at winners that was looked like I'd skinned and and wore was wearing Fozzie Bear. Um and it will surprise you not even a little bit to know that I was harassed for that jacket. And it also wasn't warm. It was fucking pointless. I don't know what I was thinking. I liked it, though. I made some weird choices as a kid. I feel like kids now can, they find something, they like it, they wear it. And for the most part, I think people are like, okay. Man, I wonder if it's nicer to go to school nowadays. Uh, I th in some ways, yes. In some ways, no. Because I think a lot of the bullying happens online. And at least, like, if you were bullied mm. at school, the second you got off the bus, you were free. <laughs> oh, God. It's not my fault. You started this. <gasps> no, I did You did. You were the first. Was I? Jess, was she? I'm pretty sure you burped first. Producer slash judge Jess here. In the case of Ben V. Lexi, who burped first? I rule that in introducing the Sprite Challenge and having been prompted by Ben's failed attempt to burp, this court finds that Lexi, in fact, did instigate the burping. This is an official ruling. No one may contest this ruling. Thank you. Goodbye. Survey says, oh, we should do a family feud. A family feud episode? <laughs>
How do we do that as a podcast? That sounds almost as unlistenable as some of the other Kevin topics Bacon. we've done and including this episode. Oh, yeah, this is not a good one. Oh. Maybe it's fine. Should we get back on Stardew? We've gone on yeah, a tangent. Yeah, let's talk about Stardew. Let's do it. Oh, uh, we better do Who's That Pokemon? Who's, Who's that, that Pokemon? Okay. Okay. Okay, I've got, I got one. one. No, 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 I don't. I, never mind, never All mind, right. never mind. Samuel Jackson in a Kangol hat. <laughs> Fuck it is. Holy <laughs> shit. Oh, well, okay, to be fair, it was going to be Samuel L. Jackson's Kangol hat specifically. Not him in the Kangol mm. hat, but the Kangol hat itself. Fuck, he's cool. I'm sad he's getting older. He is. He's ageless, though. Like, every yeah. time he does something, I'm like, man, you still got yeah, it's it. it's just that part of you that knows that the the actors and stars and things that you grew up enjoying have to be getting older. Like, you just... A part of you knows that. Yeah. 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 That's uh, no, no bummers. We we don't do sad talk here. That's not true. We always do sad talk. We always do sad talk. <laughs> we I'm rein sad. it in, though. <laughs> I think I learned about Dashboard Confessional from you. <laughs> Taking back Sunday. Uh, Thanks, Alexi. <laughs> I gave someone a mixtape once. Yeah, that's right. Constantine is walking and she's coming down oh, the stairs. Oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, so, so one of my sad. most favorite artists is Bonnie Prince Billy. And I told a friend of... I don't know them. Oh, I love Bonnie Prince Billy. I highly, highly recommend. But... Okay, let's pretend I'm listening to one right now and Jess will drop a clip in. Is this artist an actual prince? No. Like prince? No. His, his real person name is Will Oldham. And he is friends in real life with Zach Galifianakis, just so you oh, know. Okay. Uh, the two of them made a music video, um, like a they did like a cover of a Kanye West song where the two of them were on like a farm. It sounds very weird, Al. I'll, I'll send I'll send it. Okay. We'll put it in the show notes, or if this is Perfect. even a show, who knows? Um, yeah, I think this is a show. I think we've talked about this before. We're podcasting. It's. Uh, they can all be gold. Yeah. Everything is content. We have been oh, yeah. here for 40 minutes now. I'm uh, not throwing this the fuck out. <laughs> this is commitment. To start again? Uh, no. But anyway, so I, I suggested this uh, artist to a friend of mine and she went away and listened to it and came back the next day and she's like, are you okay? <laughs> I was like, yeah. Is it that sad? <laughs> he's, it's a very, he's a sad kind of song kind. She was just like, hey, bud. Want to go for lunch? Yeah. That's sad. Sad enough that a friend's yeah. like, "What's going yeah. on?" <laughs> Ever notice the kind of thoughts I got? I grew up in the era of guys flat ironing their bangs and dyeing their hair black, like. I listen to sad music. It's fine. I'm still here. Like that's not. I even kind of thought like I should really lean in deep because that ain't sad. Like I can, I can. You want some sad porn? It's coming your way. There's sadder stuff out there. I promise you. <laughs> that was Alexi. We are disgusting animals. This has to be like hidden content. If you think you can burp louder and more fiercely, please send us a you know add us in a in a TikTok or a no. uh, or a reel. I guess is what they call the, the TikToks on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just Instagram's attempt to stay relevant. Oh, gross! Like you don't need that. You could have just stayed the fucking photo album, and that yes. would have been relevant. 
That's what I use you for. I do like some of the videos of people's process when they're drawing or painting. Sure, but that's what TikTok's for. Yeah, you they, know, that's All fair. those people did that content on TikTok already. Yeah. And then just put exported it, it and put it back onto <laughs> Instagram. They don't make it for Instagram first unless Instagram's paying them. That's true. That's a good point. And there are a few of those, not us. No. Instagram, no. you son of a bitch. Not us. Uh, gross. <laughs> Join us next time on Torque Matters. We'll fart a lot. <laughs> Holy shit. Did we? Oh, yeah. Uh, so. Oh, yeah, Samuel Jackson. Was Samuel Jackson's Kangol hat. Do, 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 do. <laughs> what is this? Oh. <laughs> we got to get back. This is not Stardork Valley in any way, or I guess we returned oh. to it. We made an attempt. We tried. We will try again uh, next year. We can do an attempt to do return to return to Stardork Valley, and uh, we'll do uh, something not dissimilar. We'll try, and we'll see mm -hmm. if it falls apart right away. Yeah. I don't know if there's really anything else for me to say about Stardew Valley right now. Should we try to read uh, more of this script? No. No? You're done? It's dead. It's dead. I'll, okay, I'll do both parts. That's depressing. <laughs> I guess at least with Penny, she, you know, that was her dream. So accomplished. She probably the only one that would be happy to be living on like a consistent big farm. Was <laughs> a consistent big farm? I don't know. I don't <laughs> think that's right. I, I skipped way ahead. In oh, this, I was going to say, I don't know where you're looking. Consistent big farm. Gosh. <laughs> Love the idea of a consistent big farm. Not one of those fly-by-night farms. You know, those farm situations that kind of set up. What does an inconsistent farm look like? Yeah, yeah. They don't water their plants. They don't weed. Some They do just in some places, just yeah, not. It's not the whole thing. <laughs> Part of the fence is fixed. It's the farming simulator I want. Inconsistent farmer. Like you get kind of distracted by something and just wander away from the farm. Oh, John had a roommate like that. She was the best. I loved her so much. She was so funny. But we came home once and I was like, I have watched enough true crime to know that something bad has happened here. Because we walked in, the water on the stove was boiling, there was a half-eaten sandwich on the ground, and the TV was on. And we were like, what this the hell? This is your place? No, this was... Uh, so they lived in an apartment together before John and I moved in. And we were just like, what the hell happened? And then later on, his roommate came home and they were like, hey, guys, what's happening? And we were like, are you OK? And they were just like, oh, yeah, I got a phone call and I had to run down to go meet somebody at a coffee shop. And we were like, dude, the water was on and you were eating food. And they were like, oh, yeah, sorry. Who does that? Was the person you had to go Hilarious meet song. like, I don't know, your dealer? <laughs> what could be so this urgent? This is just what ADHD sometimes looks like in okay. adults where they're like, oh. Whoa, go. whoa, my power is fluctuating. Apparently there's a big thunderstorm rolling through. Uh-oh. I just had like a mini blackout here. Uh, is, that, is this an episode? Is this a short one? We're that meme where the guy's looking at the butterfly with his hand up and we're going, is this an episode? And it's not, it's a butterfly. Is this an episode? Yeah, exactly like that. Oh, we're going to make so many people angry if we post this. <laughs> we can't post the burps. <laughs> I don't know. What is this without them? They're the only consistent through line for the entire episode. Do you like burping? <laughs> I don't want those people to listen. 
and I end up on some sort like of fetish site website. What about feet? <laughs> yeah, where they just loop our loop our burps oh, over and over, and somebody's sick. just gonna just gonna furiously uh, just gonna go to town on themselves uh, listening. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, that made All me right. throw up. Uh, hey, thanks for listening to Dork Matters. Um, we'll probably put out whatever the hell this is with a real episode at the same time so that people don't quit us. I can't quit that's you. That's not Forrest Gump. That's um, Brokeback no? Mountain. Oh, I was doing Brokeback Mountain. Either way. Either's good. That's true. Both classics. Oh, Heath. Heath Ledger, right? One of his breakout roles. Joseph Gordon-Levitt's older brother. What? Not really. There's just a lot of people that think they were secretly related no. or that JGL is actually Heath, just like rebranded. Conspiracy. People, uh, no, people will believe anything. Tune in next week uh, when we talk about something else. Uh, for now, that's it. And dork, 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 dork. Dork, dork. Thanks for listening to Dork Matters. If you like the podcast, subscribe, give us a rating, and tell your friends about us. If you are a fellow dork and have a dork issue that you think we need to discuss, tell us on our social media. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter. You can also check out original art and other content from Ben and myself. We'd like to say a big thank you to Yabra for the use of our theme song, Dance, off of their Astral EP, as well as a thank you to Jess Schmidt for producing and editing our podcast. Thanks, Jess. Dork Matters. This podcast is created on the traditional territories of the Blackfoot Nations, which includes the Siksika, the Begaini, and the Gaina. We also acknowledge the Stony Nakoda Nation, Sutena, and Métis Nation Region 3. For all of us here at Dork Matters, dork, 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 dork.